What's happening, everybody? Welcome into the Nats Insider Podcast for another week. Dan Kolka with you, and we've got lots of baseball content that we're going to bring your way over the course of the rest of this season, both in terms of major league content, interviews with players and coaches, minor league content, a focus on prospects and those that are helping them get the most out of their ability down at the minor league levels. But I wanted to take today's podcast episode and look back a couple weeks to a day that was, to be honest, one of maybe the bigger days in Nationals organizational history. And that was Ryan Zimmerman having his jersey retired at Nats Park. Obviously, the first National to have his jersey retired. We know all of the facts now about Zim and the walk-off home runs, of which there were 11, and his importance on the field and off the field. We talked about it in the weeks leading up to it. We interviewed people about it. We had on this very podcast some former Nationals teammates of Ryan, former Nationals coaches, managers of Ryan, sharing memories about what it was like to play alongside him, to watch him grow and develop and become the organizational leader that he was. But I wanted to give those who either didn't get a chance to be there at Nationals Park and watch on Masson or listen on 106.7 The Fan, or that are just looking to relive what I think was an incredibly emotional, important day at the yard, wanted to give you a chance to relive that. And so we're going to play for you on our Nats Insider podcast this week, the speeches made by Ryan's former teammates, front office staffers, his former manager and owner, and then Ryan's speech as well, which was incredibly emotional and uh, obviously very heartfelt and well thought out. So um, yeah, I was very lucky that day to be up there on the stage and seeing the entire event and a lot of very hard work went into making the event happen. Ryan was coordinating with a number of people within the Nationals organization, his wife, Heather, as well, and so many people within the Nationals uh, front office and behind the scenes from Jackie Coleman to Lindsey Norris to Wendy Bailey, the entire Curly W production staff, Emily Harris, uh, putting everything together up in the in the broadcast booth. So many people uh, worked incredibly hard to make that day happen, and it went so well. Um, I've talked to a lot of Nationals fans since then, and everyone has positive things to say about that day. And so does Ryan, uh, who really, really enjoyed it and uh, felt that it was a perfect capper on a very long and successful career. So let's get to those speeches now. Uh, we were lucky to have both Ian Desmond and Jason Worth deliver speeches at the podium. Following them were... Mike Rizzo, the Nationals President of Baseball of Operations and General Manager, Davey Martinez as well, Zim's former manager, and Mark Lerner, the Nationals Managing Principal Owner, all of them delivering speeches to share their Ryan memories and why Ryan was so important to them and to the organization. So we'll play those speeches for you now uh, from that very cool day at Nationals Park a couple of weeks ago. And we'll start with the first of Ryan's former teammates to take the mic that day, Ian Desmond. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> Runner-up Roy. <laughs> Zim, according to your Instagram, Mr. National, I can't believe it, Instagram. You did it. World Series champion. 
All the awards, all-star games, gold glove, silver sluggers, comeback player of the year. All the walk-offs, and today, your number retired. You did it. Heather and the kids, your family and friends, teammates past and present, your city, all here. Because in one way or another, you've managed to leave your signature on all of our lives. For years, you've led us all, without yelling or beating your chest, silently, consistently handling your business, with grace and grit and integrity, with class. If at any point from today to 100 years from today, there were a question regarding the Nationals' way, they'd be well off to look back at this stone, the cornerstone. It can be defined like this, a stone representing the nominal starting place and the construction of a monumental building. Said another way, the chief foundation on which something is constructed or developed. There can be no mistaking, this stone is you. More than half your life has been spent in the Nationals uniform. Through the ups and the downs, you've been the one to bring it all back to level. You've dedicated your time, energy, and focus on being the best you could be for this organization. Not only on the field and in the clubhouse, but in the community too. Hundreds of appearances, countless hours interacting with fans, and most impressively, the Zims Foundation. And although you've made it look effortless, everyone who knows you knows how much sacrifice it's taken. So on behalf of everyone in here, thank you. I'm grateful to be a part of this celebration, but even more grateful that we got to be teammates and become friends. Congratulations, buddy. You did it. All right. Jason, watch out, everybody. They don't pay enough to give me this mic. Ryan, congratulations. This day is about you. I'm honored to share the stadium with you. I mean, they'll put anybody up there, I guess, right? <laughs> it, it looks like your name's going to be a little higher than mine, so it's all right. I'm going to share a story about Ryan that, that I haven't shared too many times. When I signed in Washington, I was, had a vision. We, I was promised this team was going to win. And we had a lot of unproven stars and talent coming up among the ranks. but. At the end of the day, the reason why I came to Washington was because of one guy. And he was a locker mate of mine for seven years. And today, this is all about him. And in my mind, the biggest honor that a player can ever have is to get their number retired. And today, number 11, for the Washington Nationals will never be worn again. I'd like to thank the Lerner family, Zimmerman family, 
my family, all the fans, all the guys that are here, the staff, and all the people. You guys won a World Series. My one wish is I could have been there with you, but I feel like we did a lot of things and we built this organization together. And it's my honor to be here today. Congratulations, Ryan. Now let's welcome to the podium, Mike Rizzo and Davey Martinez. Well, first of all, it's such an honor to be involved in the Ryan Zimmerman weekend. Uh, I met Zim 16 years ago when I became a Washington National, and uh, the, the stories and the, and the things that were heard about Zim throughout the league were immense. You're talking about a quiet leader, a humble superstar, a guy who always cared about the name on the front of the jersey more than the name on the back. Always a leader by example, not only with his performance between the white lines, but his attitude in friendships in the clubhouse, in the community, the things that were said and were unsaid, the captain. Mr. National. Zim, it's been my honor to be associated with you for 16 years and enjoy the day. Congratulations to all the fans, to the Zimmerman family, to the Lerner family, and to the fellow players. What a great weekend to cap off a, su a superb career. Well, I can start off by saying, I miss him. <laughs> I, I, it won't be fair if I couldn't thank Heather and the whole entire Zimmerman family for sharing Ryan for so many years with all of us. Ryan and I spent so many nights after games just kind of reminiscing about different things and life and, and, and players and um, what he doesn't realize, he was important to me because he kept me grounded. He was the constant professional. We'd often sit, sit around, sipping some Sprite, And he'd come in my office and ask me, how am I doing? Are you okay? I don't know how you do it. You're calm every day. And I never told him, but I'm going to tell him now, you need to look in the mirror. You're the calm one. You're the one that makes people relax. You are the constant professional every day, day in, day out. And it's an honor for me to stand up here tonight and talk about you, Ryan Zimmerman. You're truly amazing. 
not only on the field, off the field. I love you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad to be honored standing here talking about you. He is Mr. National. I talk about going 1-0 every day, winning your day. Ryan Zimmerman won his day, and today he is going 1-0. Thank you. Thank you, Riz. Thank you, Davey. Mark Lerner also has a few words to share, as well as a special announcement. Good afternoon, Nationals fans. On, on behalf of our entire family and the Washington Nationals organization, I want to welcome you to beautiful Nationals Park. Thank you for joining us today to celebrate Mr. Walkoff, Mr. National, or as he started calling himself recently, employee number 11. Ryan, your accolades on the field speak for themselves. A two-time All-Star, a Gold Glove, two Silver Sluggers, numerous franchise records, and a 2019 World Series champion. Over the years, you have given us so many memorable moments that have shaped and solidified your legacy as Mr. National. Who can forget your first walk-off against the Yankees on Father's Day in 2006 at RFK Stadium? Or your walk-off in the inaugural game here at Nationals Park against the Braves in 2008? Or that incredible dive and catch you made and gave one of the 2019 National League Championship Series against the Cardinals. Like most of you, I could stand here all afternoon and name many other phenomenal moments. There are plenty of funny moments also. My wife, Judy, was sitting next to Ryan's wonderful mom, Cheryl, at a game at RFK very early in Ryan's career. Cheryl was intently watching Ryan at bat. He unfortunately struck out. After reading Ryan's lips during the instant replay, Cheryl got very upset. She told Judy that Ryan had used a few inappropriate words after the swinging strike three and then Ryan would get an earful from her after the game. Even a major leaguer can still hear from his mom. We have all had the pleasure of watching you grow and evolve not only as a player, but as a person. Your quiet leadership in the clubhouse, 
and on the field and your commitment to the DMV community helped not only set an example for players who came after you, but it helped shape the culture of this franchise. It was truly an honor to have you in a Washington Nationals jersey for the last 16 seasons. And it is only fitting that no one else in the history of the Washington Nationals will ever wear your number. So without further ado, it is my distinct pleasure to officially announce the retirement of number 11. Thank you for spending your entire career with us and for playing such an integral role in shaping this organization. Congratulations, my friend. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All right, so we heard from Desi, we heard from J-Dub, we heard from Riz and Davey and Mark. Now let's hear from Zim. And Ryan Zimmerman stepped to the microphone at Nationals Park at his Jersey retirement ceremony right after a video was aired on the scoreboard. That video was put together by the Nationals Curly W production staff and they did a phenomenal job on it. And it was voiced over by members of Ryan's family, his dad, his wife, Heather, his daughters, Mackenzie and Hayden at a, at a certain point, and by Ryan's mother, Cheryl, who as uh, I think pretty much every Nationals fan knows, has multiple sclerosis and is a big part of the reason why Ryan launched his Zims Foundation years ago to... Uh, put money towards MS research and care for those who, who suffer from that debilitating disease. And Cheryl is not at a place now where she's able to speak very often or very loudly, um, but she did speak for this video and it was incredibly emotional. And I, I'm very lucky personally that I was able to view this video a few days before the ceremony on the field Otherwise, I would have been a puddle up there on the podium as I introduced Ryan because it was uh, so emotional hearing Cheryl and Heather and Keith and Mackenzie and Hayden voice this over, and it was incredibly well done. Uh, I encourage you to, to watch it on the national social media channels if you haven't yet seen it. So that video airs, and then Ryan steps to the mic shortly after that and um, did a phenomenal job with his speech. And we'll play that speech for you now. Ryan Zimmerman on his day at Nationals Park just a couple weeks ago. All right. Hopefully I got most of the crying out of the way already. You guys got my mom to talk on tape, which is way cooler than anything I've ever done. So that congratulations for that. Uh, this is by far the most nervous I've ever felt on this field, so bear with me, please. But uh, what, a, what a day to see kind of all this stuff, all these videos, uh, brings back a lot of memories. It's an honor to be here, and 
I'll start off by taking some, thanking some people. Uh, Ted and Annette, Mark and Judy, the entire Learner family and the entire ownership group. You have treated me and my family so well since day one, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. You grew and learned throughout the years like all of us, and you did that by listening to the players and making adjustments. You built a first-class organization, and you won a world championship. You should all be very, very proud of that. It was an honor to work for you. All the people behind the scenes that worked so hard to make this day possible, Lindsay Norris, Jacqueline Coleman, Sean Bertani, and many, many more. I have known most of you for well over a decade now, and I've enjoyed working with you throughout my career. I truly appreciate all your efforts along the way. <clears throat> now we go back to the beginning, Virginia Beach. It's kind of where real baseball started for me, and I was so lucky to grow up in an area filled with so much talent. I played on the Tidewater Drillers starting at age nine. In the caliber of players I played with and against, along with the coaching I received from guys like Matt Sinnon, Jeff Fox, my dad was a coach on one of those teams. I don't know how much coaching he did, but. You guys taught me how to play the game the right way from the beginning. This gave me the foundation that allowed me to, to become a big leader. St. Clair Jones, who coached me at Kellum High School, he taught me so much during those important years, those really weird years. You handled our group and many after us with class and should be very proud of how you paired all of us for whatever our next step was to be successful. The University of Virginia. And the city, city of Charlottesville. Coach O'Connor, Coach McMullen, and Coach Gaze continued my baseball development, but honestly, I think they taught me more about work ethic and the mental toughness side of the game. Going to UVA was the best decision I made and I think one of the main reasons I even made it to the big leagues. Mike Rizzo, who has been here with me pretty much the whole time. I tell everyone I respect the heck out of you because you have always told me the truth, which is hard to find these days. Sometimes it wasn't what I wanted to hear, but you never lied to me. It was so much to be fun to be a part of building a championship team with you. Harolyn Cardoza, who has been basically the team nom and sort of my DC baseball mom for almost 20 years. Thank you for helping me, all my teammates, everyone involved in the organization with so many things on and off the field. You helped me from the time I was a single 21-year-old and now a married man with lots of kids. You always had the answers, and somehow you always had the time to help everyone. To all of my managers, and I had a lot of them. <laughs> From my very first, Mr. Frank Robinson. Who I think is one of the most 
impressive human beings I've ever met. To my last, Davey. who was one of the most versatile people I've ever met. You handled every situation with class, and you truly care about your players more than anyone I've ever been around. Every single manager that I had, Frank, Davey, all of them, taught me something on and off the field. Lots of things, more than one thing, that helped me get to this point. So thank you guys. Thank all of you who took time out to manage me. <clears throat> to all the coaches, the people who do all the work, while people like him get all the credit. Your commitment to making me a better player every day will never be forgotten. You all sacrifice time with your families, nine, ten months out of the year, to teach a game that we all love. You helped me become a more complete player, and I would not have had the career I had without all of you. Thank you. The numerous medical teams that helped me stay on the field, I gave you a run for your money. There were days where I really wasn't sure how the heck you got me out there, but you did. And in baseball, you have to play every day. That's how you earn respect. And there is no way I could have done that without all of you guys. Clubhouse staff, you were the first ones there every day and the last ones to leave. When we get back from a road trip early in the morning or arrive somewhere late at night, you guys still work. I always joked, you had to take care of 25 to 30 prima donna athletes and keep them happy on a daily basis. No thanks. Rob McDonald. Mike Wallace, Dan Wan, Andrew Melnick, Greg Melnick, Ryan Wiebe, Mike Gordon, Rosie, and many, many more. Thank you all for taking care of me and my family. You guys are the backbone of this team. <clears throat> to all of my teammates, from high school all the way to the big leagues, you were what I miss most about the game. It was so much fun to get to know, get to know so many different people from all over the world. I learned so much and became such a better person because each and every one of you. We pushed each other to the limit every day, all while trying to achieve the same goal. Some days and some years went better than others, but we are all part of a special fraternity that not many can say they're a part of. Don't ever forget that and don't take it for granted. Enjoy every second of it because it goes pretty darn fast. <clears throat> to my agents at CAA, Brody Van Wagenen, Jeff Berry, Tom Hagee, Sean Twitty, Matt Ricardo, Jen Brazil, Terry Prince, and John Palguda, and lots more. Thank you for 20 years of uncompromised excellence. You kept every promise you told me at the beginning, and that's saying something for agents. You were honest, and you equipped me and my family with all the information we needed to make many very important life decisions during my career. We achieved so much together, but importantly, more importantly, we had a lot of fun doing it. Thank you.
to my beautiful wife, Heather. There is no way I could have done this without you. It truly is amazing how positive, energetic, caring, and selfless you are every single day. It is infectious, and you make everyone else around you a better person. Being home every day now makes it even more impressive. You definitely have the hardest job in the world. There is nobody else I would have wanted to go on this ride with, and I'm so excited for the future. I love you. To my kids, Mackenzie, Hayden, Henry, and Benjamin, thank you for showing me that baseball is not the most important thing in the world. I am so grateful that I will be able to be around to watch you grow and be a part of whatever you end up being passionate about. Just remember, if you work hard, treat people like you want to be treated, and make good decisions, you can do anything you want. I love you. To Heather's parents, Bob and Ollie, and her sister Lindsay, and her husband Frank. I am so lucky to have such a great family unit. You guys have helped me and Heather so much over the years with the kids and many other things. There's no doubt in my mind that we couldn't have done this without your guys' help. Thank you. To my parents, Keith and Cheryl. You guys made it possible for me to be here today. All your sacrifice, hard work, patience, leadership, love, and so much more left a lasting impact on me from the very beginning. The driving to all the games, the tournaments, the countless hours of baseball and all other sports in the yard until after dark sometimes. I'm lucky to have such a great parents as role models, and now I can strive to be like you with my kids. Dad, thanks for raising me to be a good man and always lead by example. Mom, thanks for showing me what true strength and currents look like. I love you guys. To my brother, Sean, I was lucky to have such a great brother to grow up with. We did lots of things in Get Ever, but whatever it was, we competed. You are a big reason why I'm here today, and I'm happy I will be able to spend more time with you and your lovely wife, Andrea, and beautiful little girl, Kinsley. I'm so proud of what you have become as a man, husband, and father. I also have a little bit more time to play golf. So I'm finally going to beat you one time. Watch out. To the fans and so many people in the DC community, thank you for all the support along the way. It was one hell of a ride we went on together. And I can honestly say I wouldn't change a thing. I appreciate the sport on the field, the 100 lost years, and the close to 100 win years you guys were there. 
So many of you supported my Zims Foundation off the field, and I always thought that showed what type of community we have here. So many of you made time to support a cause that was very, very meaningful to me and most likely didn't affect you at all. But you guys always showed up to my events, and for that I'll ever be grateful. So as I sat down and thought about what it meant and what I wanted to say about having your number retired, I was very humbling and it's one of the highest honors in sports. You think of all your heroes that have had their numbers retired. Players that, Im that you imitated when you played wiffle ball in the backyard. Mine were Cal Ripken Jr. and Chipper Jones. But as I thought more and more, I remembered so many stories of all the people that helped me get to this point, many of whom I mentioned previously. I feel like this day, this celebration, is as much for them as it is for me. Nobody who gets their number retired does it on their own. They all had an incredible, incredible support system, and I am no different. When you're playing, you rarely, if ever, take a time to step back and think about accomplishments, individual or team. As athletes, we are conditioned to take it one day at a time and never get too high or never get too low. You just keep grinding. So, honestly, it's been kind of nice to sit back and remember some of the good times over the last 17 years with so many of my closest friends this week. I hope that all of them and all of you in the stadium and all of you watching on TV, when you look up at that number 11, I hope it gives you the same feeling I get inside. You should, because it's as much yours as it is mine. The other thought I kept coming back to is how baseball parallels real life. It's one of the many reasons why I think our game is the best in the world. Failure is a huge part of our game, and also a pretty big part of life. But it's not just the failing, it's the learning from your failures and making adjustments. Sometimes, for us, in between pitches, or in real life, on a day-to-day -day basis. Like getting the carpool pickup time wrong on Monday. <laughs> and being on time on Tuesday. It's a pretty quick adjustment. You also have to be a good teammate, day in and day out, even when things aren't going well. I always remember Desi saying one time, it's easy to be a good teammate when you're hitting 300. Try being one when you're hitting 220. And so I tried it a couple years. <laughs> it was definitely harder. And you obviously need to be a teammate in life as well, especially when you and your family go through tough times, which all of us do. I was blessed to be put in an awesome situation and surrounded by great teammates from the very beginning. So many of the veteran guys taught me how to respect the game, work hard, make good choices, and rep yourself, represent yourself and your organization with class. I took those lessons and used them my entire career and hopefully did a decent job of passing them along to the next generation of players. Quite simply, so many of the lessons I have learned through the game of baseball have made me the person I am today. And honestly, I think I'm more proud of that 
than anything I've ever accomplished on the field. So in closing, one of my favorite quotes is, to whom much is given, much is expected. I love this because as a pro baseball player, I had the opportunity to do something every day that people dreamed about doing since they were a kid. I never forgot that. My dad used to say, there's always someone trying to take your job. So I showed up every day and prepared and worked and gave myself the best chance to succeed because, well, I didn't want anyone to take my job. But honestly, I felt that I owed that type of effort to the game of baseball, and maybe more importantly, I owed it to all of you who watch me every day. A lot of you had that same dream about playing Major League Baseball. I got to do that for 17 years, and I never wanted to take that for granted, not even for one day. I didn't succeed all the time, not even close, but I could live with the failures because I knew I prepared and did everything I could to help the team win that day. Some days, the other guy or the other team was just better. I say all this because I think this is what defines my career. Sure, I was a pretty good player, had some good years, did some cool stuff, hit some walk-off homers, won a World Series, But there's always a but after the good stuff. I also got hurt a few times, had to change positions, and honestly, had some pretty mediocre seasons. I think number 11 is up there today because yes, I could play some ball, but more because I brought the right attitude, work ethic, commitment, and consistency every single year, day in and day out. And ultimately, I think this is what has earned the respect of everyone in the D.C. area. And to me, that is the greatest accomplishment any athlete can have. I knew I, knew I was given a great opportunity, but I also knew much was expected of me. And it was my honor to try and live up to those expectations for the last 17 years. Thank you. That'll do it for the Nats Insider Podcast this week. That was an incredibly uh, fun, cool, emotional day at Nats Park just a couple weeks ago. And I'm glad we got to relive it uh, with all you guys here on the podcast again. We look forward to bringing you a lot more content here on the Nats Insider Podcast in the weeks to come. Hope you're enjoying it through close to the half point of the season. Um, and a lot more good stuff coming your way over the next few months. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again on the next Nats Insider Podcast. Go big or go home.